0: join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at at a time.com. Now on with the show. morning, everyone. How are you doing today? Michael, Weaver, One Rental at a Time. It is Monday, November 15th. Where did the year go? I swear as I get older, the years go by faster. If you have a way to slow down time, let me know. I'd love to, uh, I'd love to really make sure I, uh, enjoy uh, the rest of this party, if you know what I mean. So uh, before we get started, a couple quick announcements. First off, let's continually congratulate folks that are doing the work, getting the deals. Leanne, congratulations, you got your deal. Your card will go out in the mail. I know you've been working hard to get it done, so congratulations. Folks, if you do not know, yesterday I reported my positive impact score, and all of you led to a record record, score. I think my positive impact score was over 3 million. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I report it every Sunday. We're trying to track what's going on in this amazing channel, what all of my experts and daily financial news and all of that are doing. So go check it out. Second, I was lucky enough to be on Pace Morby's Sunday service yesterday evening. We did an hour. We talked about motivation, getting started. Invited back next week to break down how to learn your market. So that should be a lot of fun. Thank you for that opportunity. And then yesterday morning, I did what I was considered a very important live stream. It was about a half hour between my daily financial news and the Lumberjack Landlord. I think I called it Economics 101. It was a very simple exercise. If you haven't seen it, uh, please get a piece of paper and a pen ready because we are going to walk through economics 101. Supply, demand, all of those factors. We are going to walk through why Q4 is going to be a barn burner. And then we're going to walk through why we are going to head into deflation. And then ultimately, what is going to be the end of this is, in my opinion, is stagflation. But you have to understand supply and demand to have that conversation. So watch that video, ask questions, leave. These are the things that we should be talking about. This is where real estate investors will make their money. Because again, we are the only folks that can use inflation. You and I buying good or great deals with 30-year fixed rate debt and day one cash flow. Inflation is our friend inflation hurts everyone else. And that's what we're teaching. That's what we talk about to the dozens of people that signed up over the weekend to how you get started one rental at a time. Thank you. Make sure you join the Facebook group because you get around another thousand or so amazing people. It's pretty awesome. So as for the daily financial news, uh, a couple of things. Looks like WeWork, if you've been on my channel and you're a true OG, you know that WeWork was a pretty common conversation when we got started with these daily shows, uh, but they just uh, they just had their first quarterly the report. They went public via these uh, one of these SPAC special purpose acquisition companies, and uh, you know what? They reported four dollars and fifty four cent loss. Crazy, uh, and but actually good news because uh, people were expecting them to lose $5.51. So congratulations. You lost a dollar less than people thought. Strange, huh? Anyways, uh, pretty cool. Uh, Other news, uh, other earnings that were out this morning. It's a pretty big week for retail. Again, I think it's going to be some pretty good numbers, generally speaking. Uh, Oatly uh, missed on revenue, uh, but beat on bottom line. Uh, really Oatly highlighted that they're having trouble scaling uh, to meet demand. So they may have to make some investments. Tyson Foods was an interesting one. They beat top and bottom line. Again, they're raising prices. They're seeing shipping. They're seeing all these issues. Uh, But at the end of the day, they can raise prices and have that ripple through. You will see in a minute. I have some inflation data that is (sighs) horrific. I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to say, but it's really bad. Uh, so Tyson Foods uh, beat top and bottom. Deer, uh, if you guys don't remember John Deere, Deer Company is on strike. Uh, they have now reached the third tentative agreement. It will now be voted on by the union. Uh, the union's been out since October 14th. So that's a month. That's a month. Uh, let's hope whatever this agreement is, um, you know, it, it meets expectations and everybody can get back to work. Uh, But again, this is what we should expect. Uh, Employees and unions have more power than I have seen in the last 30 or 40 years. It's all good. Go get your wage increases. For far too long, the CEOs and executives have enjoyed the lion's share of the the goodies. Go get your money, uh, employees and union. And oh, by the way, you better get a lot. Because uh, if you get a 5% raise and a 6% inflation, you're actually losing. This is what the government doesn't understand. It is um, beyond beyond dumb. Why are we celebrating 5% wage growth and then forgetting that inflation is a tax? And there's a comment from an Economic 101 report that I will save to the end. That I almost fell out of my chair when I read. So we'll we'll, we'll save that to the end as a tease. Uh, a a um, economist that I follow, Ed L., or Mohammed El um I've been following him for a while. He used to uh, run Harvard's Endowment Fund. He was at the Bond Kings. Um, I forget his name. Gross, something Andy Gross, I think. What was his first name? Bill Gross, at his fund for a while. He is out getting loud. He is getting loud, which I love. Yes, Bill Gross. Uh, He is saying uh, the Fed is on the cusp of making the worst policy mistake ever. I like that. Just got to wake you up, right? Worst policy mistake ever, especially when you consider some of the Fed mistakes that led to the Great Depression being extended. That's quite a claim. Uh, Listening to his interview, reading several articles that he's published lately, uh, I agree with him 100%. And frankly, he is telling the world what you and I have been talking about. This uh, environment, this inflation is not transitory. I have been telling you that since day one. We are suffering through wage spiral inflation. I've been telling you that since day one. We are going to have a decent Q4 as consumers burn off excess savings. I have been telling you that, and ultimately, we're going to get into an environment where the consumer retreats, supply finally unlocks, people have too much stuff, and we will see a recession, and the Fed will have to raise rates, a la stagflation. Everything that he is talking about, I have been sharing with you for months. It's nice to see some of the other rock stars out there bring that to you. So, Again, one rental at a time, we can use inflation. Make sure it cash flows, 30-year debt. It's the time, people. You want to change your financial future. Use the tools that are out there. Interesting thing I'm reading about the supply chain, and I always knew it was out there, but I saw some just scary numbers. As you know, folks, there's 101 or 103, whatever the number of ships are, out uh, being waiting to be unDocked. The, the time is so long, it's whatever. But here's the problem. The U.S. really is kind of the farmers for the world. A lot of the food that we produce uh, gets shipped to other countries. Guess what uh, we sometimes forget? Food has a... uh, It perishes. It's not like a sofa or a TV that can sit in a container for weeks or months. You take wheat or corn or any commodity that is food-related and you ask it to sit on a container for days, weeks on end, it will spoil, it will go bad. What is not being talked about today is what's happening to our farmers. They can't ship. They've spent all the money. They can't ship. And oh, by the way, there are, there are countries that desperately need food now. Now. Um, I've said it before, we need to go in and unlock. We need to do something creative, something out of left field to unlock what is going on. We need to get this food out there. We have enough food. The fact that people will probably go hungry in the weeks and months ahead is unacceptable. This is a series of dominoes that is easy to predict. The fact that we are not working to unlock it now is sad and there will be families and people hurt because we are not looking two or three or four steps ahead. It is unfortunate. Saw some interesting articles out of Spain. This was actually sent by a viewer, a subscriber and friend. So thank you for this. Spain is looking to adopt rent rent caps for any property owner that has more than 10 single family homes. They basically want to squeeze out the Blackstones and the big players, uh, that was interesting. What was really scary in the bottom line of that article? I don't I don't I could not have guessed this ever. So I'm going to ask you to take a wild guess. What do you think the youth unemployment rate is in Spain? Youth in, in the age is 18 to 35. What do you think or 34, 18 to 34? What do you think the youth unemployment rate is in Spain right now? Anybody want to guess? It's actually a really good guess, 30%, Chester. The answer is 35%. Wow. Uh, Spain, I think I would do a little bit more work about getting your youth employed. That is 35%. Can you imagine what would happen if we had 35% of our teenagers unemployed, the ones that wanted to work, obviously? That is crazy. Michael Burry is out again. He kind of comes on, goes off, dark. Uh, off twitter if you don't know he creates an account closes it creates closes he's he's kind of an interesting guy michael burry warned that assets are more overvalued than the dot-com or the housing bubble he says this is his third bubble and it is by far the worst or the biggest and he is actively looking for ways to short the 30-year treasury my opinion on Michael Burry is, and again, this is only by what I've read. I've never met the man. Although it's funny, we worked in the same building in Cupertino. It's Just really odd how timing is. I mean, literally the same building. We were on, or I was on, I think eight, and he was on six. So it's crazy. But anyways, uh, Michael Burry is. Um, he is a data nerd. He loves to get lost in research. And also, the other thing is, once he gets an opinion, he stays locked in. And um, I think he is on this uh, kick that this is the largest bubble uh, ever. It's hard to argue. Uh, he doesn't really go into what, you know, what the word asset means, right? It's not housing or tech stocks like the last one. Uh, you have to agree, or at least I agree, that yeah, the, the Fed has come in with trillions of dollars and really mucked things up. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how all this unlocks. Back to the inflation numbers I highlighted earlier. These are truly scary eggs up 29%, beef 28%, bacon 27%, ground beef 17, sugar 12, milk 8, coffee 6. And this goes to the most idiotic quote I have ever seen produced in an economic paper. Get ready? Are you ready? This this is this is eye popping. This is like, oh my god, this I can't believe this has been you know, like this took data. Here we go. Inflation has been found to hurt the poor the most i couldn't tell if they were joking or not they were the article is written like this is new information folks washington dc is trying to confuse you with all this tax conversations but um inflation is a tax it is hidden it taxes everybody you can't escape if you are alive the only way you escape inflation is to die which is not really a great option for most of us all of us most of us all of us Ah, whatever but again here we go get get ready i know it's shocking but inflation hurts the poor the most I can't believe somebody could write that on paper, but anyways. Lastly, we'll talk about China property developers. They are doing everything they can, but they are not addressing the problem. Right now, they're selling jets. Chairmen are writing loans. They're selling stock. They're doing debt extensions. They're doing everything they can. But remember, folks, I brought to you the education that it's not the income statement, not the balance sheet. It is the cash flow statement that is the often- misunderstood, ignored, most important financial statement. And until Chinese property developers start selling apartments, they're toast. And right now there is nothing going on in the Chinese economy that makes me think people have forgotten that their properties are worth less, these ghost cities and problems. So until something happens, like maybe I don't know, something like uh, government intervention that says, you know what? The government will give you $20,000 down payments. Something, I mean, something crazy like that. Right now, the Chinese citizens are scared, nervous, looking to get out of Dodge. They're not buying apartments. And until they buy, until they figure out a way to sell apartments, they are done. Toast, nada, goodbye. It's just a question of when. So that's what I got for you today. Again, uh, make sure you watch that Economics 101 data from yesterday. It's a live stream. Get a piece of paper and a pen because we are going to walk through why Q4 is going to be awesome, why early next year is not, and why we'll be left in a bad state. Take care, everyone. Have a wonderful day. We'll be speaking with Greg Dickerson at 8, and then I have a special interview, Super Secret, at 10. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye.